Welcome to another episode of Rooted and Reaching, a podcast about startups and entrepreneurs in the South Bend Elkhart region of Indiana. My name is Nick Keon. And I'm Bethany Hartley. Today, I'll be speaking with Jess Kosher from Right Connections, and she'll be sharing a bit about how she transitioned from nonprofit life to running her own company. We hope you enjoy. Well, hi, Jess. Hi. So we're diving right in to your company, Right Connections. So if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit, how did Right Connections come to be? So Right Connections happened when I had a dramatic change in life and ended up unemployed. And I had spent over 20 years in nonprofit and thought, well, I'll just go get another nonprofit job. Hmm. And I started reaching out to my network within 48 hours, not even that, probably 12 hours of being unemployed, my calendar filled up with people saying, let's just talk. I mean, it wasn't about, let's talk what happened. It was, let's talk about your next move. And the resounding message was, don't go work for somebody else again, start your own gig. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, that's all nice and dandy, but like I have rent. And people in my network were like, hey, if you're on the market, can you do X, Y, and Z for me? And I just started going, sure, Mm -hmm. I'll do that. And it built into an entire firm. That's awesome. So prior to Right Connections, 20 years, you said, in nonprofit work. Where is it all done here? Talk about kind of your upbringing in sure. the region. Sure. Um, so I'm within the first generation of international adoptees. I'm Korean, and I was um, adopted prior to Brad and Angelina. Um, so <laughs> the whole idea that your child looks different than you was mm-hmm. A challenge for people mm-hmm. where I grew up, but I grew up in Elkhart County. Mm-hmm. I moved away. I ended up back. Since then, I've been like, how did I end up back? But I've really embraced the region, um, and I'm really proud of what we do here. Mm. So yes, all my nonprofit work had been in the South Bend Elkhart region. Mm. I've done everything from develop programs. I was a forensic child abuse interviewer. I started the 211 call system in Elkhart County. I mean, just a variety. I spent 13 years at United Way, and I worked with um, the national headquarters often. Um, So I just took advantage of all kinds of opportunities. And what happened with that is when I went to build my own firm, I just threw on the wall everything that I'd had experience doing. So my dad, for example, was a graphic arts teacher. Mm -hmm. So I've always been around graphic design, even though I didn't specifically study it. Mm -hmm. So when I went to start my own firm, I went like, wow, I know how to do strategic plans. I know how to do board development. I know how to do social media. I know how to do all these things. It didn't make sense on paper, but I thought, what the heck? Here's what I offer. And it's worked really well, better than I probably could have anticipated. Mm-hmm. Is there something in particular that you you personally really in, enjoy doing as a part of your firm work? I love that there's a variety. If mm-hmm. I had to do, you know, we do social media, media management, I do web design, we do graphic design, we do copywriting and all the full scale of advertising we do. Mm-hmm. If I had to only do that every day, I would it would just aggravate me, mm-hmm. right? I also do strategic planning and diversity, equity and inclusion work and Clifton Strengths coaching. If I had to do only that all the time because it's just different brain work. Mm-hmm. So the great part is I'm equally left and right brained. And so the firm that I have created allows me to dabble in any given day in both of those areas. Mm. So it offers variety. Mm-hmm. Plus, we have you know over 100 clients that we've worked with, and they're in all different industries. So there's an additional level 
of variety with, you know, maybe I'm working for the sheriff's office and then I'm working for a nonprofit and then I'm working for a CPA firm. Mm -hmm. Any given day has tons of variety. And that is like the best gig ever. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious. um, There are many days I wake up and think, oh, I didn't realize that was part of the job. So I'm curious if there's been anything surprising, like a standout surprising to you for better or for worse about being a business owner, about being an entrepreneur. So I spent, you know, 20 plus years in nonprofit at high levels, like executive vice president for United Way Mm -hmm. and handling all front and back, you know, backroom ops. I understand how to do bookkeeping and finance and I'm a certified fundraiser you know, with a nonprofit, you follow every dollar from the time it comes in till it goes out. Mm-hmm. What I was not prepared for is how, in many ways, how loose for-profit is. Mm. I can remember going to the CPA and going to the Small Business Development Center and going, can I have the list of approved deductions? <laughs> and they just laughed at me, you mm-hmm. know, or going to the CPA with my budget. And they're like, non- like businesses don't do this. <laughs> like, what are you doing, yeah. you know? I think coming from nonprofit to for-profit has been interesting in that um, for-profit's a lot looser mm-hmm. in many ways. But the penalties, if you screw it up, right. are scary. Yeah. So that's been a learning curve continually, mm-hmm. a learning curve for me. And that's something, you know, balancing doing the work and then creating a solid business mm-hmm. That's that's a fine balance of how you use your time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things I did right away is, you know, I hired a CPA firm. I hired, you know, and I put it in my budget. Mm-hmm. So I think I was more used to working off a budget. And because I'm a fundraiser going, this is how much I need to make to have the organization I want versus I think a lot of small businesses that I work with, they don't think about a budget. Mm-hmm. They want growth, but they don't know what it looks like. And they don't know how to work towards it because their focus is on, you know, doing the hustle. So I think from my background in nonprofit where you have everything's budgeted, Mm -hmm. everything's like a goal and being a fundraiser, definitely a goal Mm -hmm. has helped me build a business that, you know, has a runway, can offer health insurance, all those things, because I just went, this is the business I want to build. This is the amount I need to raise or get. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do instead of, I think it's just a different headset that Mm -hmm. I had coming from that other industry. Yeah. Well, I remember a couple of years ago sitting on a phone call with you when you were talking about starting this. And I was so impressed with, you had already thought about with the end in mind and thought about the scale of what you wanted to do. And you're right. A lot of times startups just think about, okay, what's tomorrow look Mm -hmm. like? And what do I need to do as a part of being in the business as opposed to that on the business work? So it's it's really impressive to see like you've stuck with that and you knew, yes, this is how much annually I need to net Mm -hmm. to have a thriving business and and put the work in for that. Um, So I'm curious with kind of, you've mentioned a few things, but being in the South Bend Elkhart region, what are some resources you've leaned on as a business owner? And if, and or if you haven't leaned on, you would recommend folks lean on? Sure. So I had the benefit of being raised here Mm -hmm. and having a pretty, I mean, coming from United Way, I worked with a lot of companies Mm -hmm. as well. Um, So I had a broad network. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've said to people, utilize that network. Like we are word of mouth. We have never advertised or got a client from cold calls. Mm -hmm. And 
we've had over 100 clients. Mm -hmm. We get calls all the time saying, hey, I knew you from here or I've heard about you. That network, even my calendar filling up within 12 hours, I engage my network. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we always think about the people we know. Mm -hmm. People compartmentalize who they know and how they know them. I've got, like, some lady called me um, last month, and I was like, I always am curious, how'd you find us? Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, I was on vacation in Florida with a friend of mine that knows you, and I was telling her about this plan that we have and what we have to do, and she said, you're the one to call. I'm like, wait, you're on on vacation in Florida, and, and her friend lives in Florida. Wow. So... You know, we're in we're in seven states mm-hmm. looking at our eighth state. Mm-hmm. It's all networking. Yeah. So I would say, you know, the network also, you know, knowing what you're not good at and what you're spending time on, QuickBooks baffles me. <laughs> I am I don't so, think you're alone in that. <laughs> and and I was spending like all this time trying to reconcile and I was like, This is this is stupid. How much do does it cost to have a CPA firm do mm-hmm. this? All right, it was an expense that I wasn't prepared for, but I also went like, okay, if I'm spending X amount of hours, I'm not making money. Right. So as long as we're like coming out pretty even, because all the time I'm focusing on this, I could actually be earning money because we're, right. you know, fee for service. Right. So that small business development center, mm-hmm. I love Alan Steele. Yeah. I will call him and say, you know, hey, this is what I'm looking at. What do you know? Mm-hmm. He tells, he knows industry stuff. He knows all this stuff. So I don't have to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I just call him. So I think asking people, mm-hmm. being transparent, where I find is some startups, they're very protective about when they're struggling. I'm not. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. Yeah. What do you know and who do you know? Yeah. That shortcutted, like I didn't have to posture like I had it all together. Mm-hmm. I called friends and said, you know, at one point I need an attorney. I called a friend and said, oh my gosh, I need an attorney. This is what I need. Mm-hmm. He said, hold on. Called me back and said, you got an appointment on this day. Yeah. I'm always very transparent about where I'm struggling. And my and, and people come out of the woodwork to help. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where people startups kind of they're afraid to fail so they're protective when they're struggling and that doesn't help it doesn't it's not a quick way to get help yeah yeah well and i think too hitting on networking so you are involved in a lot in the community and i think sometimes that's a misperception as well as you have to be one of these big companies that can appoint a person to go get involved in the community or do the done in a day sort of stuff. So would you mind sharing just a little of what you do for the community, like what you're engaged with? Because I think it speaks directly to your network as well. Absolutely. Your chamber of commerce Mm -hmm. is essential, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm uh, involved with two, two groups with my local chamber and you know, as a business owner, it's a different headspace than mm-hmm. when I was nonprofit. Nonprofit people, we we love to just, you know, join committees. I needed to make sure there was a return on my investment. Mm-hmm. But going there, showing up, I've gotten several contracts out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, they've given me opportunities to present. They've given me opportunities to network. And I am a problem solver. So if somebody has a problem, I try to solve it. And then that equals into accounts. I'm involved with South Bend Elkhart Regional Partnership around diversity and equity and inclusion, have been for years. I'm on the board of directors for the Economic Development Corporation for Elkhart. I routinely volunteer time to small businesses. 
when I started, and this is a little controversial, especially since I came from nonprofit, one of the best business advices I got from a colleague who also came from nonprofit, she said, Jess, don't offer a nonprofit rate. Mm. You're going to want to because we come from nonprofit, but do not offer a nonprofit rate. Yep. And because she had, and she was trying to work her way out of it. I was like, yeah. okay, everybody pays the same. But what that did was now I take pro bono work and help people out that I choose. Mm-hmm. It's not just because, oh, you have a 501c3, here's my rate. This is the rate. And if I see, and a lot of times it's for small businesses. Sure, it's not a write-off, but it's I can now use some of that time mm-hmm. to help somebody else. Yeah. Because when I started... I was so humbled by the people that came out to help me. Mm-hmm. I mean, offered me business documents when they started their companies. Because I was like, I don't know how to write a business plan. There was a woman, she had started her own business, but it was years ago. Like her stuff was in a binder. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't electronic. That's wow. She gave me her only copy of her business plan. She goes, just here, try this out. This will give you some ideas. And I was like, I didn't even know her. She was a friend of a friend. And she met me for coffee and offered me this. So there were people who spent time mm-hmm. helping me figure this out. So that's how I pay back. Yeah. Um, I give I give time to, and, and efforts to nonprofits, but I also do that for small businesses and for-profits as well. Yeah. So I'm curious, I don't want to assume anything, so I'm going to ask the question of, are there moments of doubt where you think, oh, I can't do this anymore? And if so... How do you come out of those? Oh, absolutely. So we have been fortunate to be in the black since we started. Mm, And, you know, I started this firm. It's a marketing firm at its heart, right? Mm -hmm. I started it. We founded October 1st, 2019. And then we have a global (laughs) pandemic. And what's the first thing everybody gets rid of? Marketing. Because their 11-year-old nephew can do it. Mm. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I am gonna like I'm gonna have to go get a job. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. like a nonprofit job. And what happened was we got gigs. Mm-hmm. And I think it because of the strategy and design part. Yeah. You know, I was on the phone with restaurants figuring out how do we message, but also how do you do traffic flow mm-hmm. when people don't feel safe? Mm-hmm. And so friends and my spouse are always like, why can't you just be proud of what you built? I always think the bomb's gonna fall out. Mm. I always feel like it's luck and something that it's not about hard work, it's luck. Like I've been so blessed. I have a real hard time of taking my foot off the gas. Mm. And that's a problem. It's a problem. Um, you know, every year we're getting more and more clients, we're making more revenue. And I can't take my foot off the gas because I'm afraid when it's just your hustle, mm-hmm. I'm afraid of what happens. Like if I don't put everything into it, I'm always interested about um, small businesses and startups that are like, why'd you get into this? And they're like, I want to make my own hours and I want to be my own boss. And I'm like, oh, I have, you know, right now 30 plus clients. They're my boss, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I don't make my own hours. I have been very strict about no nights and weekends. Mm-hmm. And I keep to that pretty well. Yeah. But it's it's an ongoing thing. Like I'll have a day where I'm not loaded and it's like that nagging, like, oh, what's going on? Like yeah. I need to go network more. I need more gigs. So I think there's this monkey on your back all the time. For me, that this is luck and it could go away at any time. Mm. And I don't set and rest and like that it's been pretty okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. My last question is, what are you, what are you hopeful for either with your business or in general? What, what gives you optimism? You know, it's hard going from nonprofit where you're saving lives to a for-profit where mm-hmm. you're making revenue. Mm-hmm. For me, though, what's been really gratifying is helping our clients do better. We have probably 30% are strategic clients and the rest are marketing clients. Mm-hmm. Helping a restaurant who they're just trying to keep their doors open have a really strong branding and presence is gratifying. Mm -hmm. Helping a corporation create a strategy for diversity, equity, inclusion that works throughout all their channels. Mm -hmm. There is a community in Indiana where I've done three strategic plans and they are pretty significant changes. Mm -hmm. I sat back the other day and thought, and, and we have a fourth one in, you know, we've pitched it. I'm thinking this small community, our firm has changed the landscape of that community. Mm -hmm. It's pretty powerful. That's pretty incredible work. Yeah. So that, I mean, if that's our legacy, I'm pretty okay with that. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. 